everyone. Welcome to another episode of Weekend Confessions. I'm your host, Skylar Goldbeck. If you are new to Weekend Confessions, welcome. On this podcast, we kind of talk about post-college life, the struggles, the fun times, just managing your time, and even reminiscing on the good old college days. So welcome. Stay tuned for a lot of good episodes, a lot of good times coming. And on this episode, we are talking jobs. I know, crazy, right? But before we start talking about jobs, I just want to run through some of the Netflix shows I've been watching. I told you all a couple episodes ago that I started watching the 1984-1985 American Horror Story series. I finished it, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, I guess. It's not one of my favorites by far, but it wasn't bad. So I would give it maybe like a seven. And then I started watching the season after that. I don't even know what it's called. It's about like some aliens, some bloodsucker people. I don't know. But that one, I'm about halfway through the season. And to tell you the truth, the first half of the season, they should have just ended it there and had a whole new season because now it's completely kind of switching vibes. So the first half of the season was more of if you have a talent, so say you're a writer or a musician and you take this pill and you're actually good at being a writer or a musician, then you'll become famous and rich and life will be good for you, but you have to drink blood for the rest of your life. And if you actually suck at being a writer or a musician, then you essentially turn into this zombie type person who can't really talk or function anymore and eats people. That was pretty interesting. And now it's jumping into aliens? And it goes back in time to like 1950s or so. I don't know. It's a weird vibe for me. Not my favorite, but I'm going to keep watching it and see what happens. So I'll let y'all know. And then the Britney documentary. Poor Britney, man. She was the fucking icon. I honestly feel bad for her. Her family is fucked up. For real though, I completely understand why Britney is mentally not okay right now. I mean, anyone would be if they literally made millions and millions of dollars, could not even spend their own money, could not hang out with certain people. She was making other people money, but couldn't control her own finances, had no freedom. She couldn't even drive her own fucking car. I just think it's fucked up fucked up selfish on her family's part fuck you jamie lynn spears for not helping her out that is kind of wrapping up the whole netflix recommendation i mean i've also been just watching keeping up with the kardashians but i usually only watch that when i'm working out or when i'm doing something and i need a background show and i actually fuck with the keeping up with the Kardashians show so yeah judge me i don't care One more thing before we get into the whole job topic. I went shopping the other day, right? First of all, fuck Zara sizing. Zara sizing is probably the worst fucking thing I've ever experienced going shopping. Can they just be consistent? Can they? Like, I have more faith in Shein sizing than I do in Zara sizing, and that says a lot. I'll just leave it at that. Now, the moment you have all been waiting for... Let's talk about jobs. So I guess I'll start out with kind of what I'm doing now. What are my jobs now that I'm out of college and how I got those jobs? Backtrack 
into November, December last year, I was applying to a lot of jobs. And by March or so, I did not hear back from probably 98% of them. I think I got maybe three emails back saying that I was not picked or something. And I was getting very anxious, discouraged. I started freaking the fuck out because it's March. I graduate in two months and I still don't have a job, even though I've been actively applying and I'm a good student. So I started getting a little nervous, but the job that I still work now, I got through one of my friends. I was in my sorority in April. She messaged me out of the blue and she was like, hey, I remember you were in marketing. I think I might have a job for you. And I was like, hell yeah. So then I got a meeting with the owner and the first meeting, it was just like a 10 minute phone call. It was very brief, kind of just talking about what he's looking for. The second meeting, it was in person. He kind of showed me around the facility and I brought all of my projects that I worked on throughout the year through my digital marketing classes, all of my other marketing classes, basically all the stuff that I figured that he would probably look for. So I brought those and I brought my resume and He didn't even look at my resume. I went through and I talked very professionally about the experience that I've had doing things like this in school. And he kind of just stopped me after a while. And he was like, look, I can see that you know what you're doing. And basically offered me the job on the spot, gave me a couple days to think about it. But he was looking for someone full-time in Baton Rouge. And I told him when I got the job, I don't think living in Baton Rouge full-time is very realistic for me because I planned on going home in May. But obviously, if a job arose, I was like, okay, I guess I got to take it. So I talked to him and I told him that it just doesn't seem realistic for me living here long-term full-time. You know, I just wanted to be honest with you up front. And he very much appreciated the honesty. He was like, no, I get it. Maybe we can work something out. So what happened was I started working there in April and I stayed until the end of June and I left and I came home in July. So he told me, okay, if you can stay for two to three months over the summer, you can go home and work from home there. So that's what happened. It was really nice and it was really cool because the company just opened a month before I got there. So it was a very new, fresh idea and it was nice to build their social media from something kind of small into something a lot bigger. And it was my first out of college job. It was good. And now, you know, their new locations are opening up and it's just nice to be a part of that. So that is my first job that I have. I kind of just do freelance marketing work for this marketing consultant that's closer to Chicago. And I love this job. I got it actually through my dad. He works with a guy whose sister owns a marketing consultant company. And I guess she was looking for someone just for an extra hand. So I got in contact with her and we really hit it off. She knew that I was fresh out of college. She knew that I wasn't really familiar with everything hands-on yet. And she was 
very, very open and willing to help me kind of learn what I really wanted to focus on, what I wanted to do. And she kind of took me under her wing and is like a mentor figure to me. It's just really nice that she put all of that trust and faith into me and to know that I'm not letting her down (laughs) is very rewarding in itself. You know, that even though I didn't have so much experience, she's showing me how to do a lot of cool stuff that I didn't learn through taking classes and that I probably would not have learned if I got a big corporate job or something like that. That job has been really, really nice and I've really been enjoying that one and hopefully I will be there for a while. So that's just a little bit about me and the work that I've been doing since I got out of college. Now we're just going to kind of jump into the best way that I think to find a job is, and that is networking. Networking is so important and you can get so many new opportunities from networking. I was applying to internships and jobs for years. I know peak COVID time, a lot of people got laid off and they weren't exactly looking for new interns or whatnot, but I was applying for so long and I couldn't find anything until I really started networking. And within those networks, I ended up finding my jobs and even job interviews that I didn't get, but I still got interviews and that's awesome. So networking is really important, especially if you do have a lack of experience, like you didn't have a job or an internship in that field while you were in school. And so network, definitely network. I wanted to talk about something that I hate coming across on LinkedIn, Indeed, Glassdoor, all of that. The scam jobs. They're not really scam jobs, but they don't market themselves the way that they should. I ended up having a job like that summer of 2019. I stayed in Baton Rouge for the summer and I figured, okay, I'm staying in Baton Rouge. I should probably get a job, but I want to try to find an internship job for marketing or just something related to business, sales, marketing, all that stuff. So I was applying to a couple and I came across this one job on, I'm pretty sure it was Indeed or Glassdoor, maybe LinkedIn. And I was reading it. It looked like, you know, a sales with business and you're on a team doing team work stuff. And after a year, like you can make up to a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, okay, that's not exactly realistic, but okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. So I ended up going through the interview process and it was two interviews and I got the job. And then I started actually working there, right? And it was not what I thought it was. This job turned out to be one of those jobs where you're in Walmart, Sam's Club, Costco, selling cable, internet, phone plans to people that are just walking around trying to shop. That is not what I thought I signed up for. But since I got the job, I was like, okay, I can't just quit now. I might as well work a little bit, get a paycheck, see how I feel. Maybe I'll actually like it, be good at it, whatever, right? I think I stayed with that job for about a month, (laughs) a month and a half maybe. And I don't usually do this at all. I quit on the spot during my shift because I was just so annoyed at the circumstance. I was pissed off. I actually hated this job. So I was like, okay, I'm done. And the last straw was when they put me by myself and they did not properly train me on how to sell phones, program phones, do all that shit, right? 
So they left me alone for this long shift. It was like seven hours, whatever. And these people are asking about phones and I was panicking because I'm like, okay, well, I don't fucking know. But I was just so done. I literally called my team leader, whatever. And I was like, yeah, um, I quit. <laughs> I'm done. And he's like, can you at least finish out your shift? And I was like, yeah, I'll finish out the shift, but I'm done. That sucked. And I just don't want people to fall into the trap of getting themselves into something that it is marketed as. And it turns out being something that's not like that at all. So my advice is definitely read the reviews before you say yes to the job. Okay. Interviewing for the job, whatever the job is, practice is practice. And the more you interview, the more relaxed you'll be, the better you'll become at it. Definitely interview for the jobs, but look at employee reviews so you don't get stuck with a job that you didn't expect it to be like. As much as I hated that job, it taught me a lot about people customer service and how rude people can be like I know I was never mean to people who would come up to me in the store like that but you know I would always put my head down pretend like I'm on my phone or kind of walk the other way so I didn't have to talk to them and now I do not act like that if they come up to me and they try to sell me the cable internet whatever I just say hey like I'm sorry I'm not interested I really hope you have a good day it taught me a lot about talking to people in that kind of customer standpoint which is a very good quality to have so that is something that I did learn from that job another thing that I really just don't like about applying for jobs and stuff on LinkedIn indeed Glassdoor all of those websites is that entry-level jobs want you to have years of experience but they are entry-level jobs okay I feel like even if you're a good student people get overlooked because they don't have experience like I'm not saying I was the best student ever but I had like a three five I was part of a sorority too. I did a lot of stuff. I stayed on top of my shit. I'm motivated. You know, I have a lot of good qualities, but I feel like I was overlooked because I didn't have an internship or experience that other people might have. And there are many reasons why people don't get experience in that work field until after college. Even working those other jobs, you learn a lot of skills that can be transferred to a corporate job or to a job that is in your desired field. So it makes me mad that all these jobs say that they're entry level, but then want the experience. And that's the whole point of having an entry level job is that it's someone who's fresh out of college, someone who is eager to learn, eager to get their hands dirty with all of the new material they're learning. And you get to kind of mold them and shape them into someone that maybe you're looking for to have for years and years to come. And from a company standpoint, I see why they would want someone who knows what they're doing. I would probably want that too. But at the same time, if they got their degree and went through all of those classes and kind of learned the basics, that should be enough to get an entry level job. All right, so now I'm going to jump into some of the job questions that y'all asked on the Google form. Keep submitting questions. I love your questions and I like to be able to answer them. So please keep submitting the questions on the Google form or you can DM the Instagram account. I'll answer. It doesn't matter. So here are just some job questions that I got. What are some websites to use for resume templates? The resume template that I used 
is from this website called Resume Nerd. So what happened was I created my resume. It was nice, good looking, and then they told me I had to pay for it. So then I was like, oh, fuck that. What I did was I paid for a premium subscription trial and it was like a seven day trial or something. And so from that trial before I canceled it, I made a bunch of different templates so I can save them on my computer and I can have them in case I want to switch it out and then I canceled the subscription. But Resume Nerd, it gives you a lot of really good insight, different word choices, how to phrase some sentences, and they have a lot of really sleek looking resumes. The resumes look so professional and it'll help you stand out without being like flashy or colorful. I honestly just think resumes that have color don't look good and I feel like it's not professional in my opinion. So Resume Nerd was a really good one that I used. There's also good resume builders on Canva. You can have a free account. I don't know to what extent you can do with the free account because I have a premium account that I use for work. I literally use Canva every single day of my life. So I live by that app. I think there's free resume templates on there. There might be some for the pro version, but for the most part, there should be some resume templates on there. So So those are the two that I suggest, Resume Nerd or Canva. And I know there's probably so many other ones out there. Just find one that works for you. Next question. What are some tips on how to build your LinkedIn? Connect with a lot of people. I first made my LinkedIn in 2019, which is pretty late. I mean, a sophomore in college. And I started just connecting with people I knew from high school, my friends in college, people that I kind of knew in college, old teachers, professors, everyone. I just started connecting with a bunch of people that I knew. When you do connect with people, make sure that it's connections with people that you know, you had class with, old professors, and people in your desired field of work. And if you are connecting with people that you don't know that are in your desired field of work, send them a message and kind of just tell them who you are and that you would love to connect. If you're kind of scrolling through and it gives you maybe like find someone to connect with. If you apply to a job and you see someone in the company that is in the position that you want to be in, connect with them, send them a message like, hey, I saw that you worked for this company or I saw that you do this and that's something that I'm trying to get into. I would really love some insight from you. Thanks for connecting, all that kind of stuff. Just introduce yourself before you just make random connections because people will be like who the fuck is this i think another really important thing to build your linkedin is like consistently update your profile if you have a job and you're sharing exciting news and employee activities and just kind of pictures like maybe it's team building or something like that companies love to see that you are a team player or that you get along with your coworkers or just take part in company activities. I think a lot of future employers want to see stuff like that and it gets you out there, it gets you noticed. And if you tag your company or your fellow employees, then you could make more connections from that and get good opportunities for work in the future. Another thing that you should do to help build your LinkedIn is share other people's posts on your newsfeed that you think are important. So maybe if it's a big company that did something really cool 
goal or good for the environment or just something that you feel passionate about, share it and maybe give a few words or you don't even have to. You could just share the post and people will kind of get to know you more based on the post that you're sharing. And then lastly, I think you should just interact with people that you're connected with. So if one of your connections gets a new job, congrats, um, hope everything goes well or just like their stuff. Basically just be active, share what you feel you need to and consistently update your profile. What do you like most about working from home? I love the freedom of being able to take breaks when I want because having multiple jobs, if one's really picking up and then the other one's really picking up and I get really stressed out, I can just take a five minute break, go on a walk or make lunch or just kind of get away from it, take a breath and then come back and start tackling things. It definitely helps me not feel as overwhelmed that I can kind of take a step back when I need to and take a break whenever I do start to feel stressed and overwhelmed. I also like that I save a lot of money on gas and eating out. I feel like if I had a job that wasn't as close to my house, one, I would have to drive and gas right now is expensive and eating out, I'd probably go get lunch when I could. It's definitely nice that I can save on that. Another thing that I like is even though it does kind of suck working at home all the time, it's nice that I can go to Starbucks and work from Starbucks one day and kind of get that change of scenery or if I want to go to a library or if I want to go sit somewhere outside and do work, I can. That's something that I really enjoy about working from home as well. And probably one of my favorite things, I love that I can travel and see my friends and still be able to get work done. If I leave on a Thursday, I can do work at the airport. Once I get there, I can kind of get situated, do a couple more hours of work and I don't have to worry about being back at a strict time to make it to the office. I can do work from basically anywhere. That is one of my favorite things about working from home that I get to go travel and I'm not so restricted on days because I have to be in the office. And also it's nice that I can choose to work ahead if I have something going on during the weekend. I can look at my calendar, do all my work ahead of time so then I don't need to make myself stressed out. So yeah, that basically wraps up this week's episode. I just want to say thank you for listening and we have over a hundred streams. I know that's not a lot, but I am just so grateful that people are actually listening because I really did not expect anyone to listen to this podcast. I'm happy that people actually are curious as to what I'm saying. I just hope in the future I can help people cope with post-grad anxiety and just life. It's definitely a big change. I know I'm not alone in that situation. So I just want to say thank you guys for listening. And on next week's episode, we are going to talk about affirmations and manifestations. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go onto the Google form and ask me some questions about it. I think this is going to be a really fun episode. I'm excited to do it. In the future, I'm looking to do more serious topics kind of about work and mental health and the kind of life aspect. Stay tuned for that. I just want to thank you guys again for listening. Please follow us on Instagram, Weekend Confessions Podcast. I hope everyone has a great weekend and I will see you next week. Bye, everyone. One.